We just finished up the council roundup after last night's Springfield City Council meeting that was postponed from Tuesday to Wednesday because Tuesday there was an election, including for Springfield Alder people and Springfield Mayor and uh, Treasurer Misty Busher is the projected winner in that race, beating the incumbent Jim Langfelder. And she joins us now in studio. Uh, Treasurer, thank you for taking time with us. How are you doing? Congratulations. Good morning, Greg. I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Good to hear. So um, I guess let's just go ahead and get right on into it. Uh, your reaction to, to winning uh, Tuesday. Uh, I believe that, and I've said this already publicly, the um, win was due to the hardworking men and women of Springfield. I had 14 different labor endorsements, and I think that those labor endorsements of working men and women and then the business community supporting me is what got me there. So uh, what do you think were some of the major issues that separated you from uh, the incumbent mayor as far as when uh, you know the, the electorate gets to the polls? What do you think that they were uh, thinking most about? So the electorate, when I would knock on doors, were very upset over crime. They felt like crime is becoming a bigger issue in our community each and every day. Um, during the campaign, at the very end of it there, we had the Walgreens on South Grand and Fifth Street closed because of theft. And people are concerned that's going to continue throughout the community. And I'm concerned about that, too. Our police department's concerned. Uh, we're short officers, which is a problem, and the community is concerned about that. I heard concerns about infrastructure, um, people not thinking their community, their area that they're living in in the city is being taken care of. And then I think the pay-to-play resonated with a lot of people as well. So, uh, Talk a little bit about that, if you can. I mean, obviously, ethics are uh, something we all want our elected officials to uphold. Uh, mm-hmm. Elaborate a bit on the, the pay-to-play. I think the combination of the forgiveness of, the, of part of the Wyndham electric bill and then the um, forgiveness of debts throughout the legal department and it being someone who apparently was connected to the mayor's um, donors was something that our community does not want to see happen. We have right now um, things going through the courts with Speaker Madigan, and so it touched on a very, very sensitive nerve that is um, current for our community. We're talking with Misty Busher. She is projected to be the winner in the Springfield mayoral election here with WMAY. I'm Greg Bishop and uh, mayor-elect. Uh, you know, let's get into some of these uh, these major issues. Last night, uh, there was a lot of discussion about the Wyndham City Center. Uh, you may not have all of the particulars of this uh, you know, what's aldermen have been reviewing the documents and whatnot, but uh, what you have heard so far, what do you see as the future? Because a lot of last night was we're going to wait until the new administration comes in. So starting there with a fresh story off the uh, off the press, what do you mm-hmm. foresee happening? I foresee that there needs to be better communication between what's going on with the project and the aldermen. I think our aldermen have a lack of trust in the current mayor. And I believe, and I just got off the phone with someone about this project and said, I believe that the reason that they asked for that to be held was because of the lack of trust. And that's why they want the new mayor in because they want trust. And I understand that trust is big. It's $20 million of the taxpayer's money. That's a big issue. Do you foresee it being a kind of split operation where you've got apartments and hotels? And is there a threshold? Because we've heard about this threshold of 120 hotel rooms, 200 hotel rooms. Do you think that that threshold is important to hit? And what would that be? Definitely the hotel rooms are a threshold to hit. Um, When the Wyndham project came up with the previous uh, purchaser that was going to be from a different area that was purchasing the property from the current owner, I went downtown Springfield and talked to every retail business establishment if the owner was in the store at that time when I went and asked, 
do you want that to be apartments? What do you want? What does your business community say? And every owner I talked to, every owner, Greg, said, the people purchasing items in my store is the conventions and the visitors that come for Abraham Lincoln and to see our community. It is not the taxpaying citizens that are making the store flow. If I lose those people, I lose the store. I will close up the store. Those store owners are paying property taxes. They own those buildings. And we already have enough vacant properties downtown, and we would increase that footprint. That's why I spoke out about that. I was trying to protect the business owners downtown at this time. Those are our citizens who have invested into our community. That's important to me. And our business community came out for me during this election because they know I understand their needs. My husband is a small business owner. That's the bread and butter of our household. So we're, uh, of course, going to have a lot of conversation in the future here. Uh, there was talk last night about TIF districts and uh, business development and development in the downtown. How do you balance the uh, projects that are going to be seeking these TIF dollars uh, in downtown if you've got large requests from one area or the other? Right. And the TIF money, it's not a never-ending pool of money, right? It's increment that's created. It's going to dry up and be done. So you do have to look at what projects are you offering that money to? Is it going to create the increment that you're giving it? Because if it's not, then you're going to go upside down. Not a great idea. We have to look at that. And then we have to look at all the vacant buildings that are downtown. Uh, It surprised me when I was told the city doesn't have a registry of that already. I mean, that's a head scratcher for me, quite frankly. That's one of the first things I'm going to do. I'm going to look at getting someone on staff at the city of Springfield that specifically only searches for grants for our needs. We have to start looking for grants to preserve some of those older buildings. There are a lot of people in our community that their heart wants those older buildings preserved. They don't want to demolish all of those buildings. They do not want to lose that that look of the downtown Springfield area. We need to start doing that. And we are good at Abraham Lincoln. He's not going away. It's something we're good at. How do we expand the footprint of more people coming to see him? Oak Ridge Cemetery is the second largest visited cemetery in the nation right after Arlington. Let's continue doing what we're good at. Let's get more people downtown. When the visitors and the conventions come in, if we can get larger conventions, I think you heard me on the phone as I walked in about, you know, do we look at a BOS expansion? Uh, If we can get more of those people downtown, those are people that are bringing tax money in that aren't our residents. We're not asking our residents for more tax money. We're bringing people in to spend their dollars. We're getting retail tax. We're getting hotel motel tax. We're getting motor fuel tax. They're spending their additional dollars on our restaurants in those downtown businesses. So those are the things we need to look at getting better at. Do we uh, even look maybe further outside the box at a casino? You know, um, that is something that I know. Because that, that would bring a lot of people in. It, it, it would up, also spur on, uh, you know, conventions as well. It came up a lot during the election. And um, quite frankly, um, I, I don't need all the fingers on one hand for the number of meetings I've been involved in with the mayor's office in eight years. So I've been involved in zero of those discussions. So I think it's important that I say I'm allowed to have discussions and get knowledge first of those discussions. We're uh, talking with Misty Busher. She is the projected victor in the Springfield mayoral race. we got to take a break, but I want to come back and talk a little bit about uh, city politics, uh, talk a little bit about uh, you know a new city council coming on mm-hmm. with some members uh, remaining uh, held over from the previous one so how you look at working with them uh and a few more issues as well so stay tuned uh one of i'm sure many future conversations we'll have with uh, misty busher the uh, springfield mayor elect projected winner of the springfield mayoral race so stay tuned we'll have much more coming up here on wm back with 
Springfield Mayor-elect Misty Busher here on WMAY. A ton more to get to, and I imagine we're going to have a lot more conversations uh, as we get closer to her taking the office. Uh, still some things, you know, the vote has to be certified and all of that, and then they'll set up when exactly they're going to have the inauguration for the new city council coming in. Uh, but uh, Mayor-elect Busher, uh, Treasurer Busher, talk about, I guess, how you plan on working with the city council, because one thing I hear a lot of year after year after covering for 12 to 15 years or so is communication seems mm-hmm. to always be lacking. How do you how do you plan on addressing that? So the first thing that we're going to do in my administration is we're going to have a weekly meeting with aldermen two at a time on Zoom. And we're going to talk to them about the issues that are coming up for council that week or the following week or maybe big projects that they'll see a month or two down the road. We're going to ask them what their concerns are, what they need to be having addressed during the council meeting so that there is a weekly conversation. Sometimes that conversation may not even need to be five minutes, but they have it. I've also committed and I've talked to council coordinator Tim Griffin, and I've already committed to having an attorney in the council coordinator's office two days a week from the legal department, because one of the common themes and Alderwoman Purchase complained about this two weeks ago, she's had an ordinance that she's asked to be drafted for multiple weeks. It's never been drafted. Um, The other aldermen who seem to be more on the mayor's side of the vote have gotten ordinances drafted ahead of hers, and she's frustrated. And I have committed that there would be an attorney in council coordinator's office two days a week, so they always have someone to either ask questions to, uh, help them with research, or help with ordinances be drafted. This is the taxpayer city. It's not Misty's city. This isn't about Misty. It's about the taxpayers. You talk about city council. What about working with uh, the the state? The governor said he's looking forward to working with Mm -hmm. you. Uh, Also with uh, the federal government. Of course, uh, tax dollars going to the federal role in the state government and Springfield gets its share. How do you work with uh, the state and the feds to ensure that we get uh, all of our tax dollars back as possible? I'm extremely excited to work with Governor Pritzker and Deputy Governor Menar. Uh, During my campaign, I reached out to Deputy Governor Menar and just said, my intention is to win and then start some great things with you. And he said, fine, reach out as soon as you're ready. Um, So that's exciting. I have complimented throughout my entire campaign all of the infrastructure improvements Governor Pritzker is putting into Springfield. We are extremely lucky that he is there in putting money into the old state capitol, the current capitol, the fairgrounds. We have never seen that before. The armory building, look at those. There's four projects that that governor is investing in our community. That's huge. So I'm just really excited to work with Governor Pritzker. Uh, Let's talk a bit about uh, back to the city council, uh, managing the politics. You kind of touched on that a little bit of, uh, you know, having an attorney there to help craft all of the alderman's ordinances instead of kind of, you know, handpicking which ones get through first and and so on. Uh, But what about uh, some of the rhetoric that we may hear? Some of the, uh, how often are you going to have to use your gas? Gavel, uh, when uh, when things get a lot of crosstalk back and forth, and we've seen some pretty heated rhetoric even right. in the election campaign. Um, you know, I don't know how you want to address it, but uh, Roy Williams uh, apparently uh, coming under fire for some comments he recently made. So I do believe that we are extremely disrespectful in the council chambers to each other from time to time. And I also believe that we're disrespectful to the public. And the reason I believe that is when I was out knocking on doors, talking to the public, people told me I've came to the council to speak and I felt disrespected. So I heard that from the public. I didn't have to make that up. As mayor, I will at the very first meeting state, we will talk to each other respectfully in here. We will conduct ourselves as professionals. Uh, There was a meeting where Alderman McMiniman personally attacked me and I spoke up and said, this is a professional environment. You need to not act like that in here. We are professionals. I will demand that as the mayor. 
it's you're going to have differences, Greg. You know, we're all married. We have friends. You know, we, we all have differences with people. But you have a conversation and a courteous conversation about it. You don't slander each other publicly. That is not productive. And it also doesn't make our city look good as a whole. We do not want to do that. Misty Busher, one last thing here. Um, you had a lot of support from uh, police and fire union members. Uh, how do you balance the interests of the, the union with the interest of the taxpayers when it comes to um, uh, setting up new contracts? So you, the mayor, in my opinion, should never be involved in the contract negotiations. That is what you have an attorney that specifically handles all the union negotiations for you at the city for. Um, we have approximately 24 different unions at the city. So the, the mayor does not need to be doing that. The mayor needs to be running the city, creating economic development, fixing problems with constituents as far as their services, making sure their neighborhoods are taken care of. That's what you have an attorney for. Um, I do believe that our working men and women that are in our unions of police and fire should be brought to the table for more conversations, though. And that is something that they liked about me as a candidate. For instance, there are conversations going on right now with 911, our medical facilities, um, and our ambulance services about what's going on in the ambulance and the 911 community as far as responses. We have not invited the local 37 working men and women to that conversation. And you're missing a little bit of the uh, answers of what's going on then if the people doing the work don't have a voice. Uh, finally here, uh, of course, uh, you know, there are directors of all these different agencies. Uh, some have uh, been there for, for years. Um, your plan on, uh, you know, you got uh, fire chief, you got police chief, you got public works director, you've got uh, convention and visitors bureau, all of these different seats there. Um, what's your what's your plan when looking at that? Uh, you know, if ultimately you do uh, take the office as is projected. So as you and I kind of touched on briefly a few minutes ago, I am still trying to, and I'm glad people can hear this, get back with everyone who has called or texted or left me a It's true. A she's, been, she's, she's just been scrolling, <laughs> looking at all these text messages and voicemails, and she's yeah. been flooding in. So I still have uh, 54 voicemails to return from sometime Tuesday night to yesterday wow. or this morning, and over 272 text messages wow. and then Facebook messages. So I'm still trying to, if you haven't heard from me, it's not that I don't care about you and you're not important. I'm just trying to get to them as I can. Um, so when I been on a lot of interviews but because of all of that i haven't had the opportunity to talk to the directors one-on-one -on -one yet that conversation will take place i will reach out to them we will start having those discussions so we can see what's going on in the departments and then go from there treasurer misty busher mayor-elect for the city of springfield greatly appreciate your time today absolutely we will talk again soon all right sounds great thank it you for having me. springfield's morning news on 92.7 wmay springfield's news and